Hey, welcome at What's On Your Mind. I'm Peter Snowaerts and I did something special for today. Yes, indeed, again, an international guest. It's a woman, her name is Carolina Perasinova. I may have spoken it wrong, uh, so the pronunciation is a little bit off, but she will correct me in, when you hear the intro. Now, Carolina has approached me a couple of weeks ago during a cold call, and that's why I invited her to the podcast, because she's, a, she's 27 and she started uh, in a cold calling sales job a couple of months ago, and uh, that's why I wanted to ask her everything about sales and all other stuff. Very interesting conversation with Carolina. Enjoy. Welcome to What's on Your Mind with Peter Snowart. Every week a guest talks about his or her story, and that story can inspire you to change your own. Here's Peter. You have done this before? No, but I, I think I feel quite comfortable just um, yeah, speaking with, uh, with people I have never met before because I'm a curious person, and uh, yeah, I don't know what I need to be uh, stressed about or... Uh, afraid of so yeah I just but we, we have never met each other eh? no we we have yeah we haven't no we, we 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 actually encountered each other in a very special way you called me to sell something <laughs> yes yes that's correct yeah and i uh yeah i i read your linkedin profile and i i fi- found out that you are creating this podcast so i thought there will be a great way to to connect over something yeah yeah that's true is is that is that where did you learn that carolina is that um that's right that's the right pronunciation of your first name eh? yeah yeah yeah. it's correct carolina. so there are no special signs or special things that i uh it's not uh i, I want to uh, respect you uh your name uh In the correct correct way is carolina carolina so yeah, but uh, I'm I'm living abroad for some time, so I just uh, adjusted my expectations, I would say, and just uh, go with whatever people can do. Oh, but where were you born? Uh, originally, I'm from Slovakia. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, but now you're based in um, the Nordic somewhere. Is Finland, N- Norway, Sweden? <laughs> yeah, and one the one you are missing. <laughs> Denmark. Ah, Denmark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Copenhagen, Denmark. Yeah. And why, why, why now in in in, um, in Denmark in Copenhagen? I actually came to study uh, mm-hmm. my master's degree, uh, and I had a special connection with Copenhagen since my cousin was living uh, and working there for seven years, and I was always. Uh, hearing great things about about Denmark uh, so when I was picking up my master degree I thought why not here and um, since Denmark is all about sustainability and, and uh, business and combination of those two I thought it will be a, a great uh, and, mix. And is it true what they say about Denmark sustainability uh, and business or is, was it just marketing to get you over there? <laughs> no it's it's true they are doing great things uh i think uh yeah especially when it's come when it's coming to the way they are um strategizing about tourism and uh how they are um, playing with space and okay. urbanism and architecture and making sure that uh things are 
made in the most green way possible. I think that's that's really true. And how long have you been living right now in uh, in uh, Copenhagen? It's uh, going to be four years. Okay, but you don't speak Danish. I actually uh, speak some. Uh, I'm uh, I'm taking Danish classes, uh, but yeah, to be honest, I was not that dedicated at the beginning uh, because I was like, you can you can quite well go around with English. Um, so I thought, uh, yeah, maybe it's it's not necessary when I'm going to be working with internationals anyway. But I thought later on that it's uh, it, I'm limiting myself basically uh, if I'm not speaking the the local language. Ah, okay, and um, four years. I mean, you. How, how was it to 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 start over there? I mean, you didn't know anybody of a foreign language, foreign culture. The perception that I have from 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 uh, Denmark, because I uh, had some colleagues there, great mm -hmm. people, amazing, great, warm people. Once you get to know them, but mm. from when you don't know them, sometimes they can it can be a little bit cold between brackets. <laughs> Is that also your perception? Yeah, I was I was living before uh, in Spain and in England as well, um, and I I left England because I thought also I was not clicking that much with people okay. and opposed to Spain where people were, were too friendly. And I came to Denmark and uh, I, I felt that um, uh, once people have something to talk to you about, or they feel like you can, um, You can enrich their their point of view, or you have something interesting to share. They will speak to you, but um, the small talks are about weather, uh, about whatever. But it it rarely gets to to the like interesting and engaging conversation. Just talking about anything. Like if you have something to share, go to the point because otherwise you are wasting my time. <laughs> but it doesn't so. doesn't doesn't Denmark or was it, yeah. yeah okay. And people in Spain are too friendly. Yeah, that's that's how my perception was. Uh, how can I? How do I understand that people are too friendly? They were harassing you or something? I I don't understand that. They they uh, friendly in a way that um, they are very in interest interested in in you and in 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 your life and uh, really want to get to know you. Um, and call you friend okay. yeah, from, from the beginning, um, which was kind of, um, yeah, for me, maybe too fast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But I had also the different um, experience since I was living in, in islands and people there are, are even more open uh, since... Not all of them might have left their country or had possibility to leave the island, so so the the foreigners are basically also the source of inspiration for them and kind of Mo. that adventure that they might not have in Iceland. Yeah, you 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 have traveled a lot in uh, or lived a lot. Is that? Uh... Is that something you, you uh, your family gave to you, or was it your dream to to travel? Or 
The thing is that I, I have actually never moved <laughs> where I was living in Slovakia. And I think just that um, drive to discover uh, and, and travel was building up in me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when I turned 19 and I was picking up the university, I thought, why not to just go abroad? Because I was attending a bilingual mm -hmm. uh, high school and teachers were encouraging us a lot to, to go abroad and uh, open our minds and, and discover what's out there. And yeah, with my um, <laughs> good level of English, I, I thought I would be limiting myself if I stay in my country. Yeah. And then it was just rolling. Option, opportunity there, Erasmus here, and yeah. That's... And was then the, the biggest uh, lesson you learned from traveling um, to Denmark or, or Iceland or, or, or uh, England compared to, to Slovakia? Slovakia, what, What's then the difference in, is it in culture, is it in, uh, in food? Was then the biggest lesson that you had to learn or had to adapt or just mm. nothing? Compared, like Slovakia, compared yeah. to, to any other countries? Mm -hmm. mm. I think the biggest difference is like the perception of opportunities and what's possible or not possible. I think when I was abroad, I th I the feeling I had is like okay, whatever you can think of, uh, you can. It's easy to reach out to someone. It's um, um, that one person can know someone else who might have like have help you to to achieve what you want and i think that interconnectedness uh because of english um was just just much easier to get around and yeah like that was the feeling i had that the, the things are possible so this means that um well it's it's a little bit black and white eh? uh that yeah. uh, that slovakia has a more limited mindset that they don't think big Mm. Yeah, I think yeah that could be yeah that could be a good uh, description. However, I I know now that I'm from small village uh, in the mm. middle of the country, and um, it doesn't mean that people don't have dreams, but they might feel that um, they cannot uh, achieve them. They yeah, but. I have I know a lot of individuals and uh, who are doing great things right now and um, and there are people who encouraging them to achieve those so that's great and when we are talking about capital city that's also another story there are, uh, I think great ideas and people who are forward thinking uh, but back then so that was seven years ago uh i felt like the like my country was not giving me what i needed yeah and and what's next after denmark mm, i would like to say that uh belgium say again belgium <laughs> yeah why not i have never visited <laughs> never no no okay. yeah um i would like to say that uh i want to stay in denmark um, but, um, yeah, sometimes it gets a little bit, uh, tough around winter time, mm -hmm. uh, where, where we are in need of sun and, uh, 
that's where also my my Spanish uh, part is is waking up and thinking, okay, maybe I can do just you know healthier there, somewhere warm and and healthier in Denmark. Um, so as it is now, I'm not thinking to to move, but um, I'm I'm open to discover new places and and feel the cities and and see if that could be something for me. Yeah. Now um, we're going to move over to the professional part, uh, yeah. Carolina. Um, you, what, what did you study? I studied um, uh, international tourism management mm-hmm. in England and then development of tourism from sustainable perspective. Ah, from sustainable perspective. Interesting. Um, what what's now you're working for a, a, a company called Contract Book, if I'm correct. Correct. Uh, um, digitizing um, workflows of contracts, I assume, something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> you got it right. Um, you, 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 you have an, uh, an SDR or a uh, BDM, so it's in a business development role. So it's really hunting. So yeah. with amongst others, cold calling, which is yeah. a skill on its own. Yeah. Uh, and you have to have, yeah, how do you call that? Um, yeah you have to do it eh? calling somebody you don't know based on little mm-hmm. information on linkedin for instance mm-hmm. um was it for you a um a conscious choice to go into sales because if i compare that to your to what you studied i mean at first sight there is no parallel i mean <laughs> it's the same with me i also studied international relations which is more like a diplomacy thing it mm. has nothing to do with what i do today so it's okay but well, is this a conscious choice that you're doing this right now? The thing is that um, when I was studying, I realized that the focus was more on social science part and uh, also like relations and impact of development um, on like environment, social aspect and economic aspect. And um, I was really hoping to change something um but i knew that maybe from that soft or sustainable perspective or going more into like these green initiatives that it might be um a harder hard way um since if i'm not going to speak the language of business people uh they will not listen to me and there is where the money is so i thought i might just uh go and get some experience in in the business environment and understand um, what actually makes people to invest in this kind of initiatives. And then actually when we are speaking sustainability, there must be all these three parts. Uh, The baseline needs to be there, the economic, um, environmental and and social. And that economic part was sometimes um, forgotten. Yeah. So I thought, okay, uh, let me just be part of this community and understand how how money moves <laughs> and why. <laughs> and um, I somehow always go for, okay, where is the biggest challenge? Or, okay, when people say, you that's hard, or you cannot, or that's the most challenging, I'm like, okay, why not, right? Like somebody would say, I would I could never I would never do that and uh, that's for me was like okay that's the green light for me actually <laughs> I want to try out like something which is super super challenging 
and just to get to know myself, how can I respond to, to no's and how to change the pers perspective I have about failure because I think that also comes down to um, how mentality works in Slovakia. Like, yeah, the, the failure is, is, is yeah, perceived as... Um, losing. Yeah, yeah, losing and something horrible, whereas here it's almost praised of like, okay, that's one no is just you are getting closer to yes. Yeah, it's it's yeah. nine no's and then a tenth is a yes. That's how it worked, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it's, it's, a, it's a combination of challenging myself personally and also just uh, getting to understand this this different environment of, of, of business to eventually do the change uh, I want to be part of. And and why why um why are why are you so driven by making impact? Because that's what I feel with you. You want to really make an impact and change the environment. Why why is that? Are your mm. brothers and sisters and your your father and mother also like that? Uh, or are you from Mars or something? Or from <laughs> I think I, I might be a bit brainwashed by by this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like creating impact and, and like leaving some kind of footprint and makes uh, other people's life better. Um, that's not totally what my family was leading me towards. Um, but I think eventually everyone is creating some kind of impact if it's on a smaller or bigger scale. Um, and slowly, slowly I'm realizing that um, before I, yeah, I thought of changing the world, mm -hmm. then uh, maybe getting to know how things are working uh, that, okay, I might just change first what I'm doing and then will it will affect my community and people who, who, who knows me and I will inspire them eventually. Um, so when it comes to, to like uh, motivation and purpose and impact uh, on, on that level, when it comes to more of that environment or um, yeah, social aspect, then mm, yeah, again, just changing my ways of doing things and, and sharing what, uh, what I'm doing, how I'm doing and eventually, uh, yeah. For example, sharing it uh, now with you and, and spreading the word. And where did you get that fire? Where, where does it come from? Do you do you have an idea? Mm, uh, did, did you did you were you in, because you mentioned a couple of times the word inspire? I mean, how how young are you, Carolina? I'm twenty seven. Twenty seven. I mean, when I was your age, inspiration was not on my mind. I was only <laughs> thinking about making money and career. To be honest, yeah, that was like, so so. Where, 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 where are you getting those insights and those purpose-driven and and those, yeah, that win or learn? So there's no winning and there's no losing, there's no failing. Where, 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 where did you get that? Is that uh, is from YouTube? Do you follow certain people? Um, I mean, it's uh, a lot of wisdom. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that's uh, might be. I I think the approach of my university as well. Okay um that influenced me and then i think it's my personality and just um 
always thinking of something bigger than myself or seeing myself as a like the channel for something better, bigger, um, nicer. <laughs> um, I'm also dancing. So I think that um, especially when it comes also to, yeah, just inspiring again people for like better lifestyle or just having fun or these kind of things is just kind of aligning itself. My hobbies, my, my, my career, my choices, um are yeah just all intersected by by inspiration but i i don't know where where this actually coming from i yeah i think it's just how how i feel it that i feel and, like there is a higher purpose <laughs> yeah cool and do you do you read a lot um or do you you don't read at all yeah i i love reading actually yeah i i and is it I fiction or non-fiction it's usually, uh, yeah, philosophical um, books or self-development. Ah, okay, that's where you're getting it. Ah, but, ah, now I'm I'm getting it. Okay, and what was the what was the book you're reading right now? I'm uh, reading uh, Osho. Uh, uh, Osho. Osho. It's a uh, yeah the. Ah, Osho from yeah. Portugal. Yes. Ah. Um, and also um, Big Magic uh, from, uh, oh God, I forgot now her name, but the one who wrote Eat, Pray and Laugh. Ah, okay. Yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, were, because you were just mentioning yet uh, that you uh, were talking about, yeah, uh, it's coming through me. It's like... For me, it's it feels like almost channeling. It's it you were all you were almost getting into a more spiritual territory, mm -hmm. uh, the way you explain it, and that's why I'm like, where are you getting those words? Because um, those those are not standard words that you don't hear um, in a typical business environment or in, in a university environment. I was like, and then mm. you mentioned Osho. I was like, yeah, okay, now I'm getting it. I'm getting any okay, cool. Now we're getting back to the contract book. Um, yeah, I mean, um, okay, I understand completely that you want to go into business, but why the hell? Then immediately you go for a sales and a hunting job. I mean, is it the money, or is it is it really about that uh, the fact that it's the most challenging job there is because there is that's one of the most challenging jobs I personally find there is mm. in general, as in sales, mm -hmm. um, starting business from scratch. There is yeah. nothing. Most people hate it. Most entrepreneurs hate it, by the way. Yeah, I th I think is this challenging part where actually no. I'm the most driven. So so this is like, okay, if when I master this, like the fear almost doesn't exist. <laughs> like what what yeah, just yeah, yeah, just challenging myself every day by yeah, picking up that phone and being curious about the other person and seeing, okay, where are they standing and uh, discovering with them um, yeah, how, how we can be a match. For me, it's, um, it's a lot about like life in general, right? They, they say like you, you sell uh, the whole, whole day in, mm -hmm. in, in different aspects of your life. Um, yeah. 
And I think it's just nicely combining the strength of the words uh, and just curiosity and yeah, discovering together with that person. Um, but I know that I'm missing that part of maybe being more straightforward, uh, where how how business people are are used to. Um, is that is that so? Is that is that your perception? Business people are straightforward. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Why not? Don't you don't you agree? What is your perspective? I th- I think some of them are. And some mm-hmm. of the, some of them are not. It really, really depends. Because I'm also a very straightforward person, and some people, they, for some people, it's a little bit too much. In, in for instance, in Danish culture, mm-hmm. they are very straightforward and they love it there. It's it, yeah. the, the whole Nordic country. I mean, it's they are so they are for Belgians. They are way too direct, but I love it. <laughs> the Dutch culture, the Dutch culture from the Netherlands is also very direct. So um yeah they can handle lots but if you go lower than France and France is a very special that's an, a situation on its own that's a very mm-hmm. cultural thing I mean if you're not from there it's going to be very hard especially in Paris mm-hmm. and then and then Spain of course I mean then then it's it's becoming the, the straightforwardness is mm, so so sometimes yes sometimes no I think also that it is changing that it used to be all straightforward and all mm-hmm. alpha mm-hmm. Eh, to call it another way and i think that with with entering um princes like people like you um into the corporate world is that uh and you see that right now with younger people most of them are purpose driven or value driven at least mm. and the um, and it's a very generalization of course eh, but there are in in the past younger people were more driven by 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 money to collect things mm-hmm. and i think right now you collect more experiences that's a very again generalization mm. but yeah and 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 it, there is always an explanation for that because it always comes from apart from from parents of course eh? i mean my parents survived world war 2 mm. i mean and then they give a very high level of security to have you have to make sure that you have a house and that you have security whereas my young my young son of 5 it's more about expressing yourself the things that you are doing about purpose i mean um and 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 i think and i think that that uh, in, in combination with the fact that um companies are really struggling to find really good people mm-hmm. based on skills but also based on will on attitudes Mm. um and and so the the fact that there's scarcity makes yeah. sure that also the leadership styles and organization style should um change and that's why the the typical command and control um way of um yeah if you tell me i'm going to tell you what you should do and you don't uh, give something back you just do it i mean that top down mm. approach that is going away if you want to keep and find great people, okay? Mm. Compared with also uh, um, organization styles like self-steering teams, instead of uh, having a manager and a manager and a manager and a manager and a manager, I mean, um, and also leadership style itself, if you are not focusing on the potential of uh, the persons who are working in your team, 
I mean, people will leave you because there is so much abundance of great places to work where people are going to invest in you. Hmm. I mean, why should you stay in a in a very bad, negative uh, environment? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And then again, I think back to your question is also changing that perspective of okay, I'm not forcing something to someone. It's mm -hmm. more to finding, as I said, also discovering together if we are fit for each yeah. other yeah. and how I can help your business to grow. I have a genuine interest in in what you are doing or I did my research to, to see what you are doing in your free time um, to connect over something. Um, and I think... This is just making that job easier to, to, to changing that mindset of, okay, I'm actually here to, to offer you something great, which can make your life easier. So why not yeah. uh, just have a short conversation regarding that instead of me pushing something onto no. you? Pushing doesn't work, eh? Mm -mm. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, a lot of people think pushing works because they saw the Wolf of Wall Street and they think that's selling. Mm -hmm. But it mm -hmm. isn't. Hmm. they think of the word a hunter somebody who is a cold caller who is like a shark yeah and there are sharks eh? but <laughs> and it's it's sometimes it works eh? but it's not sustainable and it's not going to be long term and um if you combine it then uh, because you're reading osho if you combine it with karma i mean what goes around comes around eh? hmm. it will come back to you anyway hmm. If you if you if you seed if you plant seeds of 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 pushing and of manipulation, you will uh, also harvest manipulation. I'm very convinced of that. Hmm. It's really about for me. And now we're going to go very deep in. It's more like transferring of energy, hmm. where you are attracting um, like-minded people with some kind of energy. Yeah, and you go into a kind of a flow. Um, and then you indeed discover, um, and that's the thing I felt in your voice when you were, you were, yeah, you were asking me questions and I was always repl replying, no, no, I already have that. And I was actually after a while playing a little bit with you and, um, and, but the thing was, you will, you still, you, you keep standing there and you, yeah, it, it, it you, you felt very relaxed in your voice because no, normally people would, yeah, go, get nervous or anxious because yeah it's it's very uncomfortable eh, talking over a phone with somebody you don't know i mean those four those first those first i don't know 10 seconds i mean that's where it's it's yes or no eh? that's where you feel okay what the hell is this because i was in a meeting and i was like this number called me already second uh, two times what the hell is this and uh so yeah, it's it's um what what is for you your biggest challenge right now professionally doing that? Mm, I this is very interesting for me that you are saying like yeah, it's okay, this person is like approaching me so many times so they must want something is that must be important. So this is actually a good uh, insight for me to, to see that, okay, I really need to get your attention in the first, yeah, 30 seconds or even less. Um, but I think the biggest challenge is 
And I think this is where also my studies are combining is to like kind of make make people think differently or challenge the the way they um, yeah. they see things uh, because what what contract book is is offering is basically something new something we we haven't seen before mm-hmm. that now we are before we had paper and we were printing things yeah. and contracts and storing them in folders now uh, it was PDF and now we are changing completely to work uh, online like in in real time on one platform in a collaborative way and for some people it's just mind-blowing like how, how can you just replace PDF or basically don't don't even think about it kill it <laughs> um, so I think is is really this challenging challenging mindset I I I I would like to uh, put on and, um, but right. in a, in a nice, respective, uh, uh, respectful way, respectful way, um, and make them just challenge, yeah, their way, their way of thinking. Do Do you know NLP? You know that NLP? NLP. NLP as neuro linguistic programming. Mm, no. It's um, it's something they invented in the in the seventies, and it was amongst others. Um, being made popular by Tony Robbins um, mm-hmm. and NLP is about <clears throat> saying things in a way that's a very uh, short explanation eh? saying things in a way in a certain way where you can change the way people think and it's um, yeah it's being used in politics in marketing it's uh mm. it's it, they use it to frame certain things eh? when you frame certain things you 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 want to make sure that people are going in a certain direction and towards their point of thinking and the thing is there is no such a thing as um persuading people to change to think some that's that it's un, un impossible yeah, what yeah. you what you can do is um is that for me there are four stages and this comes from NLP is that the first stage is that the person is unaware unconscious that he is incompetent about a certain topic mm-hmm. yeah, for instance about contract book he is unaware of unconscious that he's uh, incompetent that he he doesn't know and he <laughs> does not feel even pain or pleasure and then the second step is that uh, you help them by asking questions and sharing some knowledge mm. that they become aware that they are incompetent or that they are become conscious that they are incompetent. Okay. Mm. Then the, the third step is that you help them becoming um, that they are aware and uh, competent. And then the fourth step is that they are competent and unaware. That's becoming second nature. I play guitar. I mean, I've played it for you dance. Eh? I mean, if I ask, if I play music and you dance, you're going to do it from because you've done it so many times, you don't have to think anymore. Mm. Okay? Because it's becoming second nature. Right. The same, the same thing with cold calling or doing this, this kind of conversations. I mean, you are number, I don't know, hundreds, almost hundred number 160 of the podcast. Mm. I mean, the first conversation I sucked. <laughs> but, but now I'm... I've done this so much. I, I'm I'm deep listening to you, mm. and I hear a word "a ah, change." But what I cannot do, and this is the thing that most sellers do, is that when they're cold calling and they have a conversation, 
they they hear something that that person is saying which corresponds to their book or their their value proposition or features and they're like oh i have to interrupt that person and immediately start pitching that product no 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 so it's first really building up that that relationship that a little bit that trust hmm. that click click is maybe a professional click and getting yeah to to really understand what is driving that person Mm. And if, if, um, for instance, if you are talking to a more, I don't know, if, for instance, contract book. I mean, now it was you're calling me as, as from my sales director role. I mean, it's assume that you're calling a CFO, for instance. Yeah. I mean, normally, typically, a CFO is more analytic, analytic driven. So this means uh, the numbers and how we can decrease cost, for instance. Mm. Uh, and I am more revenue driven. I'm Everything which is going to revenue, generate revenue streams, this is the thing I'm interested. So if it's just an an, an, an assumption here, eh? so we're going to go a little bit hypothetically. But mm-hmm. if you could match contract booked with the services that I'm providing, I mean, I'm open. Eh? I'm like, okay, how much extra million can we make here with the team? Eh? Blah, blah, blah. Um, then I'm open. Whereas if you're going to call me, decreasing costs i'm like yeah that's maybe also important but not for me (laughs) it's Mm. a little bit black and white here right but in order to get to know that yeah you have to get to know me and have a conversation and you have to uh how do you say that get my attention so long with interesting (laughs) things and questions that you're asking uh so that i'm like okay cool this and that also that I can feel your intention, eh? like you said. I want to help people. I want to discover, and and that that for me was very clear from the from the get go when you called me, which mm-hmm. is a very positive thing. That's actually um, yeah the reason why I asked you also on this podcast because I really felt that your intention is pure, and it's a very non-verbal, subtle, subtle thing. Mm-hmm. And this is also the reason why most sellers when they apply techniques from the book but the attention is off, they're not going to sell a lot. They're not going to connect very good. And they don't know, they don't understand why. So they're going to learn new techniques, but they mm-hmm. for, they have forgotten that intention. You have to have the both of them. You have to have the techniques and the intention. And of course, doing it a lot. Eh? I mean, <laughs> so that that's the thing. It's really becoming for, that they are unaware to aware that they are incompetent. So they that they are aware that they have a problem or a situation uh, that can be improved and you will help them going from point A to point B. Right. Make sense? Yeah. And the thing is, is that there is no silver bullet in terms of um, the perfect pitch of the perfect question. And it, and that's the, the difficult thing and the challenging situation is that every situation is different Mm. um, and you do know it up front the only thing that you have is your experience and normally a little bit knowledge of your your product sector and things like that and the the, the knowledge that you have searched for instance on my LinkedIn profile Mm. so there are a lot of variables Um, now if you go very high if you then go to CEO, CIO level, mm-hmm. then it becomes very simple. 
It's <laughs> about three things. Driving revenue, so gaining extra income, reducing costs, and the third one is being compliant. So mm. with, with an ISO 27001 or a GDPR or, I mean, but the, the most the, 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 the most important are the first two. So the, the CEO, in every investment, a CEO normally will ask Carolina, if I buy contract book, how much uh, money are you going to make or how much cost you're going to um, decrease? I mean, if we can I, can I then throw out all my, I don't know, Adobe PDF creators and all my contract maps and all the everything? I mean... How can I calculate that? Otherwise, I'm not interested. It's that simple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they, they have very simple brains and they have to make very simple decisions. And if you cannot make it really tangible, then it's going to be very hard. And if you then go lower in the organization, then you're becoming more technical. Then it's about maybe my career can shine as a star if I make this project very successful. It's possible. Or you're going to make my life uh, more happy because I don't have to classify uh, all those contracts anymore. Right. You see? And and there, by asking questions, do you have to, and connecting, you have to find out yeah, what is driving that person. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, or is it more complicated right now? No, I think... Uh... You are uh, now the the puzzle <laughs> connecting like my understanding of of, of the things because I'm um, of course we are um, dividing the 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 approaches differently uh, mm -hmm. when we are talking to different people, uh, but it's it's essential to understand exactly what is important for that person because otherwise they are too busy to to listen to listen yeah. to you yeah. um and i think this is really interesting uh what you are saying um yeah especially of like yeah the the priorities of the concrete people and uh, in concrete positions and how important is to yeah connect and give yeah the right questions in yeah. order to, to find out and i always thought of myself as a good listener uh but i think that's uh a skill uh which yeah it's an it's an ongoing process uh to to actually be a good listener and really listen especially when it comes to to cold calling and selling because having an end goal in mind it no. might take you away from from connecting in in the moment and understanding that it will take time yeah and that's and that's that's a very important one so this means before you start the call you pause a little bit yeah you are a little bit spiritual so you can handle these things eh? you pause a little bit you close your eyes and you set your intention my intention with this prospect is not to close a deal or to sell something is to get to know that person and to explore how can I um, um, yeah, help that person. Eh? And then um, if it's interesting, we're going to then book a new meeting with a demo or whatever. So that's the thing. So you have to slow down in order to get fast. And that's why indeed, if you're focusing on a goal reaching because you, I assume that you have some kind of target of the the number of calls that you have to dial and eh, that you have to make. Eh? I mm. mean, 
if you're only focusing on that, it will not work. Not <laughs> at all. Because it's just a number. No, it will. It, it won't. It won't. I've done it before. It won't. And it's, by the way, a stupid metric. It's <laughs> it's a fucking stupid metric. And I know why they do it. Yeah. I know why they do it. And I've done it also before. But it doesn't work like that. Mm. I, but that's my personal. Um, I, I don't use it for myself. I... They have like a kind of a dream list, but it, we don't say I oh, have to do this many dials or something. I mean, um, I have other KPIs that I'm, I'm going to measure them on. Um, now, what I would do in your place, Carolina, mm -hmm. when some when I get somebody on the phone, I mean, you've seen somebody's profile, which is a good thing. But at the same time, it's a bad thing. Yeah. So. Now you know about the listening, so this means you forget about the goal, you forgot, forget about the script, about everything. You're going to surrender and trust that the right words will come to you because you're having a conversation. You're having right now with me a conversation about 45 minutes. Never ever have you thought about the words. They just came. Right. And you didn't think, I'm going to sell to Peter. No, no. It's just a strange that I met and yeah, I am. He invited me. I'm. I'm interested, and you're still talking to me. So, <laughs> I say maybe that's a good thing. Um, and and no, it it works like that. It's it's just the same. The only thing is that that because you then step into a kind of a BDM role, that you have to change a little bit and add that sales sauce. No, no. You know, just be a human being and connect with it. I want to be treated as Peter, not as my title, not for being a podcaster, not for being a guitar player. I don't care. Just, 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 uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a human person too. I have also feelings and needs and, and, and sometimes worries and things like that. So it's, I'm just the same like you. And I've all also been 27 a couple mm. of years ago. And, um, so what I would do in your place is that, when I have somebody on the line, I, was, I would say, I would use the information that, I, that you read and then uh, every assumption that you have made based on the information, I would ask them. For instance, I would say, um, dear Peter, um, I see that you're a sales director in, in, uh, in Drop Solid, uh, which is uh, based in marketing. I mean, um, what is happening due to this um, pandemic thing? Um, which is the impact of that in the business on your sales, for instance? I assume that a lot. I assume that a lot of people are going to um, be more interested in digital transformation, for instance. Is this correct? And now you got my attention. You're, mm -hmm. I, um, you 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 uh, challenge an assumption that you have instead of just putting the assumption on me. You're a sales director, you're doing it. You don't know. You don't know my role. You don't know my philosophy. You don't know how I manage a team. You don't know anything. That's all assumptions. And based on that, you we are starting having a conversation. And because this is, for me, a great question, I'm like, yes, it's shifting from CMOs to CEOs. Because right now, um, indeed, we are living in a more digital world. And a lot of CEOs, they want to generate leads in a more digital way instead of um, the physical way. So they want to um, encounter their customers also in a digital way because if they don't do that, their competitors will do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's correct. Oh, interesting. And then you go on 
And then at a certain point, it can be, hey, Carolina, um, thanks for calling, but what are you calling for? Oh, by the way, um, interesting. Blah, 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 blah. Eh, contract book. Oh, interesting. And in the, by doing that, you will have gained a little bit trust. And the, 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 the creativity here is that if you do that, for instance, with the CFO, eh, what's happening in your business, having an impact in the now or within six to 12 months on your on the things that you are doing <coughs> then maybe they will say oh we are i don't know implementing a new erp system oh interesting okay and talking about that erp system that erp system contains invoices yes and do you make also close contracts with your customers yes where do you store them ah, we store them there do you store them in your erp system or do you have some other system and then you see you have that link and very suddenly you are you are you are this you are creating a connection and at the same time also you are yeah um making them aware that they are incompetent or that there lies there some kind of thing with the contracting oh, okay or another question okay we are what are we march 2022 i mean uh, but this is not the first question eh? because remember that Sometimes you can it can be a little bit too direct. Okay, we are we are an interesting that you say your ERP and is then your ERP system is that then um, the top three projects that you're focused on on 2022? No, it's actually um, I don't know. Uh, we're focusing on a security compliance thing, or we are I don't know um, having installing a new data center. I don't know what whatever that they are doing, and then you know their top three business priorities because you can only do a couple of projects, big projects in a year. And then it's your job to be creative and to attach your contract book to one of those business priorities. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Now it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, like that's, that's how we are taught. And, but until like the theory comes to practice um, and we re just repeat and repeat um, I think it's not completely clicking until until yeah the person called calling done but I, but I think that the theory is focusing on techniques and not on a person to be honest I think mm. most theories uh, come from something that worked in one industry with one person with with one certain period of time in a certain culture and then they generalize that and then they say, this is the challenger sale or this is the solution selling, blah, blah, blah. And this is how it's done. No, it's not. It starts from relationship with humans to humans. That's it. Mm. And and don't take those theories too literally. Just connect with people. And you say here, just like you mentioned it, eh? hey, Peter, um, and you ask questions like what's happening in your business uh, or the digital thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, Hey Peter, I and when 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 I ask you what, what are you calling me, Carolina? Um, hey Peter, um, my intention is, or I just want to, or my intention is to discover with you if um, we can help you. Um, I don't know, automating contract flows. Hmm? What con automating con? Yeah, we we um, we we do every contract online, a kind of a portal thing. Uh, okay, just so no more contract storing, no more uh, PDFs uh, needs to be printed. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. And then if you maybe can add, for instance, how oh, we have seen 
in an, another marketing company of your size and an, um i don't know a very good um cost reduction of 40 percent by doing that oh okay interesting see and then you combine the rational with the emotional part and then it all clicks together see so um that's mm. that's what i would do that's what i did and what i'm still doing yeah yeah but make sure that it's carolina who is saying it and not peter of course eh? and otherwise you become a, some kind of robot because within a couple of seconds hey, you wouldn't have been here on the on the on the podcast if i didn't feel something genuine hmm. i was said another sales another sales i mean my mailbox is full with this kind of requests eh? <laughs> i bet <laughs> yeah i mean and they think they know me and they think, yeah, oh, you have to do this and do this. And I'm like, hey, hello, do you want to be treated like this also? Mm. Imagine if I would do that to you. Yeah, I know better, right? Approach. It's not working. In that sense, right? You're referring to like, okay, uh, we have solution for this and this and no, this. No. That might not be what you are actually facing. No, 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 no. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think it's yeah finding the balance between being being salesy when when it comes to like well, Carolina. People know that when you know that that you are, it, it was just what you said uh, half an hour ago. Everything that you are doing in life, if you are having a baby and that baby wants to have something, he or she is selling something to you. I yeah. want to have that. You're selling all the time. You don't. When you go to a doctor, you don't. The doctor is not going to say, "Hey, I'm a doctor." They know you are sales. Just don't act like one. Right. Right. <laughs> they they know you are sales. They know. I know. I knew that you were sales. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. And then things are not selling themselves. Eh? The only difference between me and a lot of other people is that because I've been there before, I'm still doing it, is that if I can help younger people, like saying, hmm, I would do it differently. What do you think about that? Um, and I'm always interested in a good um, cold call. Eh? I mean, if people do it right, it's an art eh, and a skill. Eh? Mm. People, A lot of people think it's not necessary. But if you can do it right, I mean, it's an art and a skill. Eh? That's true. I'm going to have to leave you, Carolina. <laughs> I want to thank you for your time. Yeah. The the stories. Pleasure to meet you. Yes, it was also a pleasure for me to meet you. I'm very grateful that our paths have crossed and uh, we keep in touch. And I wish you all the best, all good luck, and always. <laughs> um, you're always welcome in Belgium when the sun is shining. Thank so, you. Um, yeah. Thank you, Peter, for sharing your knowledge and calling me in. It was really nice. Hey, it's Peter here. Thanks a lot for listening to What's On Your Mind. Looking forward to your opinions and comments. And don't forget to subscribe on psgrow.com and leave your email address to stay tuned for future episodes. Bye!